millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I've got just one thing to say to cue up the show. Bill Clinton is done, and the mainstream media is falling over themselves to try to cover up for him. Well, just got one thing to say in response. It's not going to work. You see, the American people, most of us, understand the truth. And those out there who have yet to catch up are going to be inundated with information about this. I'm so glad I'm not on YouTube because this stuff is not going to be there. I guarantee it. Not for long anyway. If you wouldn't mind, do me a favor. Hit that like button, hit the red pill, share the show. Yes, we did just get a tornado warning. I went and looked outside. It is rather calm. Uh, I don't think that we have anything to worry about, but if something happens, then you know that's what it was. But just keep us in your thoughts and prayers. We're, we're going to be fine, though. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't think God would do me like that. Not today. Another batch of Epstein docs have been released, and they are damning. So sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. This. 
If there is one thing that we can probably agree on, it's that electricity bills are rising at historic rates and there doesn't seem to be any end in sight. You talk to enough people and you're going to soon realize that pretty much everyone is shocked at the size of their power bills. And that's why tens of thousands of people are choosing to use this amazing little device. It's a small but sophisticated gadget that stabilizes the electrical currents in your home, reduces dirty electricity, and helps to protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help dramatically lower energy consumption and ultimately help to reduce your power bills month after month. Simply place your order right now and get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to don'twastepower.com. Once again, that's don'twastepower.com. You can find tons of testimonials from people like you that are already saving money. Click the link in the description below and order now at don'twastepower.com. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back and keep your eyes and ears open. Because today is one of those days where you want to make sure that you're watching out for false flags and natural disasters. Now, as I was saying in the introduction, we have gotten a tornado warning here. I think everything's going to be fine. There's been a little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning, a little bit of rain, uh, but it hasn't been too extreme. I don't know about the history of tornadoes in my specific area of Florida. I know, generally speaking, they've been maybe within... 40 minutes of us, but I don't think they've ever been like here in my city. So I'm not too worried about it. Um, but of course, when you get a national weather alert on your phone and all of your devices all at the same time, it's a little bit jarring. Just as I'm about to go on the air and drop some major red pills and truth bombs on Bill and Hillary Clinton. So we're going to begin today, first of all, by checking into the status of one Lloyd Austin. I also want to let everybody know that since I'm going to be out of town this weekend for the Great American Restoration Tour in Orange County, California, the shows are still going to proceed as normal. We are just going to be recording them ahead of time. Um, but I should be able to be there in the chat with you, and Lisa will be as well. So they will be, both be on at the regular time. 9 p.m. Eastern on Friday and Saturday. If for some reason something happens, then uh, I will maybe try to just go live from the hotel room. We'll see what happens. I just got access to Rumble Studio, which kind of allows me to go live uh, in a spontaneous fashion. I don't have to make everything ahead of time. So keep your uh, your your wits about you and just watch out for the announcements because I will be putting them out there on the main on the on the mainstream on on the platforms. All right, so. Let me just catch my breath here, because I did jump up when we got that tornado warning, and I ran to the window just to see everything was going on. Uh, everything was fine out there. All right, you guys. Um, so let's begin with an update on what's happening with Lloyd Austin. This is a very odd story. Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, one of the most important members of Joe Biden's cabinet and the administration of any president, went suspiciously missing, and nobody knew where he was. Nobody knew the reason why. It was almost like nobody missed him at the end of the day, though. <laughs> so you have to kind of ask yourself, what is it exactly that Lloyd Austin actually does? Because the Secretary of Defense is an integral part of any administration. They're going to be handling some big-level stuff, top-tier kinds of things. 
basically in charge of all of the military and keeping us ready in case there might be an attack from a rogue nation or a hostile foreign power. Obviously, with the current state of affairs, we have a number of hostile foreign powers that the United States needs to constantly be on guard for. The question is, who was holding the the nuclear football if Lloyd Austin wasn't actually even doing his job? And the person who was supposed to be doing his job was out of town doing something else? And why is it that nobody bothered telling the resident of the United States of America? That seems to me to be a massive oversight. Now, maybe there's something else to it. But it turns out that Lloyd Austin secretly had prostate cancer surgery on December 22nd. And Walter Reed doctors revealed this to us today in a statement that was put out by him and the administration. Uh, They said that Lloyd Austin had been placed under general anesthesia for the operation, which, of course, would mean that... That he wouldn't have been able to do his job because he wouldn't even have been conscious. Now, and even if he had been conscious, if he had somebody up inside of him cutting him up, he's not going to be taking any calls. So the Pentagon said yesterday that Austin never bothered to tell them Joe Biden, the White House, or the Deputy Secretary of Defense, whose name is Kathleen Hicks, about the fact that he was going to be going in to go under the knife. This is a major breach of protocol, not the kind of thing that you would do. Tonight, one of my guests from this weekend is somebody with a lot of knowledge about the workings of the Pentagon. And we're going to be talking about this and some other issues that are facing our military at this time. Keep your uh, your your eyes open for that on Saturday night at nine o'clock. So White House officials were just a little bit perturbed at the idea that Lloyd Austin would undergo such a major medical procedure and not bother to tell them about it. So it said that he was under general anesthesia on December 22nd, but he was not under general anesthesia when he was still in the ICU on January 1st. So he was secretly taken back to the hospital one week later on New Year's Day because he was in severe pain. This was due to complications from the cancer surgery, and then he spent a week there being treated in the ICU at Walter Reed in Bethesda, Maryland. So Austin pretty much kept the entirety of not only the administration, but the country and the military in the dark about his condition until last week. And of course, that includes by default Joe Biden. And uh, this is extremely distressing because the United States is involved in a number of active conflicts, both in the Middle East and then, of course, in Europe. And then we've got the, the brewing issues taking place in the South China Sea. If you remember just recently, Xi Jinping told Joe Biden to his face that he planned to reunify Taiwan and China. That has always been a no-go zone. That's like a, a firm red line in the sand. China does not try to reunify with Taiwan. Taiwan continues to be an independent sovereign nation. The United States has provided that buffer zone between them. But now, because it seems like nobody is driving this ship, nobody, the, whoever it is, Joe Biden's asleep at the wheel, uh, China has uh, sniffed an opportunity and they say that they're pretty much going to take it. So what happened? What was the complication? Well, Austin ended up falling gravely ill. He had an infection, and it spread into his intestinal tissues, and it required uh, one of those tubes that they had to stick in to drain all of that infection out of his stomach. So allegedly now he's out of the ICU, but one might imagine he's probably not back to work at the Pentagon. So this is the actual statement 
that came from the Pentagon spokesperson. Uh, White House spokespersons told reporters on Monday that Biden has no intention of firing Austin. I think pretty much anybody else would have fired their secretary of defense for not bothering to do their job or make them aware of exactly what had happened. So dated January 9th, and it looks like here we go. Dr. John Maddox, trauma center doctor, and Dr. Gregory Chestnut from the Center for Prostate Disease Research of the Mirtha Cancer Center at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, Bethesda, provided the following statement regarding Lloyd Austin. As part of Secretary Austin's routinely recommended health screening, he has undergone regular prostate-specific antigen surveillance, also known as PSA. Changes in his laboratory evaluation in early December 23 identified prostate cancer, which required treatment. So he knew at the beginning of the month. On December 22nd, after consultation with his medical team, he was admitted to Walter Reed, underwent this minimally invasive surgical procedure called a prostatectomy to treat and cure the prostate cancer. So he was under general anesthesia. He recovered uneventfully from his surgery. He returned home. His prostate cancer was detected early. They said he had an excellent prognosis. However, on January 1st, he was readmitted with complications from that procedure. He included nausea, severe abdominal, hip, and leg pain, and an initial evaluation revealed a urinary tract infection. So then on January 22nd, they made the decision to transfer him to ICU because it was a little bit more serious. He needed more monitoring. He needed more care. Further uh, evaluation revealed abdominal fluid collections, which impaired the function of his small intestines. Things were going bad quickly. He probably was on death's door. That resulted in the backup of his intestinal contents, and that was treated by placing that tube in his stomach to drain out the nasty bits. The abdominal fluid collections were drained by non-surgical drain placement. He has progressed steadily throughout his stay. His infection is allegedly gone. He continues to make progress, and they anticipate a full recovery, although it will be slow. Uh, They claim that he never lost consciousness, and he never underwent general anesthesia. However, earlier when they announced his prostatectomy, they said that he was under general anesthesia at that time. Uh, And then they go into a little uh, public service announcement about how often prostate cancer is something that uh, affects men of his age and specifically black men, because, of course, Lloyd Austin is a black man. And anytime they can use the race card baiting, uh, then they're going to. All right. So uh, at the end of the day, this is a major oversight and it shows a lack of care for the command command chain structure within the Biden regime. And it begs the question, uh, is there actually a command chain structure? What is Joe Biden presiding over? Is he really the president of anything at all? Is there anyone at home in the White House? Or is this all a big dog and pony show as we make our way towards November 2024 and the inevitable return of Donald John Trump? Now, to cue up this next story, I think that I have the perfect song for you guys. So let's go ahead and make our way over to Monitor 2. Now I ain't saying she a vote rigger, but fatty only make my lead bigger. Now I ain't saying she a vote rigger, but fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. 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 
and Edith thought, always at the beauty salon with the baby Louis Vuitton on the Honda arm. She said, talk to walk a clock, I could really do bomb. For a case, I got a lot, I could blow up your spot like a bomb. But I'm looking for the one, have you seen her? She went and put my whole team under subpoena. Diva, Friday, Felicia, poor kids in charge of the Donald Trump and you're the bullshit. Indict Gucci Mane and chase her for some pain. She think it's all a game, but rap with no shame. She get up on TV, they all know her name. If you're playing Fulton County, then you better get paid, you know why? Cause the DA corrupt, yo, from what I heard, fatty got a baby by Mondo. And Luna said she got a trapped house in a condo. She don't care whatever said, long as she flopped, though. Now I say is she a vote rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Now I say is she a vote rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Digger, but she ain't messing with a broke, broke, and that is what our story next is all about. Turns out that Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is allegedly sleeping with the same special prosecutor that she appointed to oversee the trials against Donald Trump and his compadres. And even more shocking than that. His earnings, which would not exist were it not for her appointing him, have paid for both of them to travel to far-flung foreign locations using both Norwegian and Royal Caribbean cruise lines. You cannot make this up. Fannie Willis is a gold digger. And if it wasn't for the fact that she was sleeping with the guy she appointed, she wouldn't be using taxpayer dimes to gallivant all around the world. My friends, this is very damaging to Fannie Willis. And even more than that, Fannie Willis's lead prosecutor, the same man she's sleeping with and going on cruises with using Fulton County taxpayer money, 
allegedly met, well, not even allegedly, it's actually right here. Uh, It shows it in the White House logs. He met with Joe Biden's White House counsel on May 23rd and November 18th, 2022. Both of those dates are before he indicted Donald John Trump, who, of course, is the leading opponent of Joseph Robinette Biden. And the appearance here is that Joe Biden's White House is coordinating directly with Fannie Willis and her boy toy prosecutor to destroy the only political opponent of one Joseph Robinette Biden. Now, how did this information come out? Well, Mike Roman, who is a political operative and just happens to be one of the 18 co-defendants that former President Trump, still the leading candidate to remain President Trump in this Georgia election case, has ended up filing a motion, and in that motion, he's alleging that Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, has had an improper relationship with the tall, dark, and handsome man that you see on screen right there. Look at that tall drink of water. Fannie, can you help it? Fannie just had to dip into that well. Take a look. So Roman is charged, of course, along with President Trump and all of the other defendants for these supposed crimes related to the uh, attempt to uh, challenge. That's really all it was. Challenge the election results and actually get a good look at the fraud that was taking place. So Roman is fighting back. He's not going to take this one laying down. Uh, allegedly, I mean, it seems like he's got some money and so he is going to bat. This is something that could seriously damage the case against President Trump and these other defendants as if they didn't need any more help. It was always garbage from the beginning. So they tried to shut Mike Roman up. They gave him a plea deal, but he rejected that plea deal and instead filed this emotion where his attorneys allege this romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor that was appointed by Fannie Willis, and that his law firm has been using those funds that have been paid out to take Willis on exotic vacations and using them for potentially fraudulent payments. Now, it also alleges that Nathan Wade, who is a private attorney with no prosecution experience, was appointed without the required approval by authorities. So now it also appears that his appointment itself was illegal. Fannie Willis has paid him over somewhere near a $1 million, and he has no experience bringing cases like this. This is yet another example of the sort of nepotism that we see permeating all throughout government, whether it's at state or federal levels. Fannie Willis hired him because he brought the D. That's the only reason. So this motion filed on behalf of Mr. Roman shows that the entire DA's office should be disqualified from any further prosecution on this case. And I feel that he has a fairly solid argument with this. Now, although it alleges this romantic relationship, there is no firm evidence except to say that there are sources close to both the prosecutor and the district attorney, and they have confirmed this ongoing personal relationship. So that means that there are people probably within the court system or the prosecuting attorney's office, maybe within Fannie Willis's office. Maybe they see what's going on and they understand that this is a massive level of corruption that simply cannot be allowed to continue. It alleges that Willis and Wade have been in this romantic relationship for some time and that before Wade was ever appointed special prosecutor, they were already at it. 
It also says that they traveled to Napa Valley together. I wonder if they had cocktails or wine with Nancy Pelosi or Gavin Newsom. They also made a trip down here to Florida. And they used the Caribbean cruise tickets that were purchased by Nathan Wade that he purchased from Norwegian and Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines to get away, have a little bit of R&R, and maybe to put together their strategy on on how they were going to grift the people of Fulton County and then also try to take down the number one opponent of the current resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We don't have any receipts on these things, but it seems like if the system in Georgia does their job, there will be an adequate investigation, and these things would be rather easy to uh, to correlate and, and to be able to say, hey, this actually happened. Now, here's the other thing. These are officers of the court, and they have a duty to tell the truth. If this is coming up in a court filing, likely there will be questions that will be asked under oath. And to this point, neither Fannie Willis nor Nathan Wade have disputed the allegations. That means that they've chosen to be mum. Mum's the word. We're just not going to comment on this one. Jim Kyle says, another great show. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And the Atlanta Journal-Constitution is reporting that Willis's office said she does intend to respond through legal filings and not to the mainstream media. Now, the filing from Roman also says that the Fulton County District Attorney never had legal authority to appoint Nathan Wade, her boyfriend, uh, who assisted in obtaining both of these grand jury indictments, and that both Willis and Wade should be kicked off of the case. Because with the fact that the district attorney and the special prosecutor have been engaging in this improper relationship, this clandestine personal relationship during the pendency of this case. It's resulted in the special prosecutor and uh, likewise in the district attorney profiting significantly from this prosecution at the expense of the taxpayers. Uh, an argument could be made that Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are only engaging in this prosecution of Donald Trump, a case that they know full well that they're never going to be able to win, that they know full well it has no legal basis in true fact or legal precedence that the only reason they're doing it is so that they can get that skrill. They're getting paid that good money. They're taking it right out of the pockets of the people of Fulton County. And at the end of the day, who cares if they beat Donald Trump? Who cares for them? I mean, who cares if they actually win this case? They know they can't win this case. And they know that no matter whether or not they win or lose, Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. They're still going to get that payday. Hey! So, accordingly, the district attorney and the special prosecutor have, as a result, violated laws regulating the use of public monies, uh, and they suffer from an irreparable conflict of interest in this case. They have also both violated their oath of office under the Georgia Rules of Professional Conduct, and they should be disqualified from prosecuting the manner. If you'll remember, there was recently a law that was uh, passed in Georgia regarding those rules of professional conduct. And now there can be a full-fledged investigation by the Georgia State Legislature. It was attempted once, but they shot it down. The rhinos and the Democrats, they shot it down at that time. I I think this one's going to be a little bit more difficult to ignore. So if we take a look at this case in its entirety, from the very beginning, Fannie Willis has really handled this in a, a strange and obscene manner. Because going back to the beginning, back in August, there was that draft indictment that was leaked by Fulton County, by the court, before it had even been approved. And that in and of itself could have jeopardized the trial. Uh, certainly, it could have biased any potential jurors against Donald Trump because it came out and it it said things that weren't even in the final indictment. So it sure seems like Fannie Willis used the friendly fake news media down there in Georgia to help with the launching of this case. She didn't go about it the correct way. 
So uh, there's also the question of Fannie Willis charging President Trump under statutes in other states and under federal statutes. Those are clearly outside of the boundaries of what she has the power to do. She's also charging outside of Fulton County within the state of Georgia. Fannie Willis is a mess. And Fannie Willis is uh, hopefully going to be completely removed. In this case, is just going to go the way of the dodo. Uh, but President Trump, of course, has responded to the allegations that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis is having an improper sexual relationship with Nathan Wade, a prosecutor who's never prosecuted a case in his life. He's just a lawyer, private lawyer. And in this explosive development, President Trump put out this statement uh, responding to these allegations of improper relations. So let's go ahead and take a look at what that is. Now, oh, this is Mike Roman right here. Hmm. And uh, to celebrate, I'm actually using my uh, can koozie with President Trump's mugshot, the mugshot heard around the world, the most famous mugshot in the history of the United States of America, taken, ironically, in Fulton County, Georgia. Mm. Wouldn't it be just delicious if Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis and her boyfriend, uh, Nathan Wade, ended up having their own mugshots? So here is President Trump's response. Has everybody seen the revelation just announced in the great state of Georgia that the Fulton County D.A. Fannie Willis, who criminally indicted your favorite president, me and many other innocent people and patriots, hired and exorbitantly paid a romantic partner to prosecute the 45th president of the United States of America? and then financially benefited from the relationship. In other words, he was paid a fortune and then took beautiful Fanny on an expensive but all paid by Georgia vacations to faraway lands. And then he quotes the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, who said, The bombshell public filing alleged that Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade, a private attorney, paid for lavish vacations he took with Willis using the Fulton County funds his law firm received. Court records show that Wade, who has played a prominent role in the fake election interference case against Trump and others, has been paid nearly $654,000. President Trump says, wow, that's a lot of money. These are in legal fees since January 2022. So that means that at the time that he went to visit with the Biden White House on those two separate occasions, he was already on the payroll of Fannie Willis and Fulton County. I don't see how you can see that and interpret it as anything other than coordination between those two different entities. So she would give the lawyer, lover, large sums of money. They would take romantic trips together and he would pay the bills. He got divorced the day he signed the contract. She's a homewrecker, too. This special prosecutor was given the assignment to get Donald J. Trump in collusion and coordination with crooked Joe Biden's Department of Justice and the FBI, working closely with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and probably another get Trump prosecutor, deranged Jack Smith and Biden's friend, prosecutor Lisa Monaco at the DOJ. 
It has been alleged that Willis and Wade have been involved in a romantic relationship that began before Wade was appointed special prosecutor. It says they traveled together to Napa Valley in Florida, and they cruised the Caribbean using tickets Wade purchased from Norwegian and Royal Caribbean cruises. Were those tickets paid for, or were they a gift to this lovely couple? That is something to consider as well. The motion also said the checks sent to Wade from Fulton County and his subsequent purchases of vacation for Willis could amount to honest services fraud, which is ironically a federal crime in which a vendor gives kickbacks to an employee. It is also possible this could be prosecuted under the federal racketeering statute. It could also be a RICO case. Oh my God, talk about a boomerang, guys. That would be the the ultimate just desserts. If Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade end up being charged under the RICO statute, probably by the attorney general of the state of Georgia, we'll have to see what actually happens. Uh, maybe uh, when a new attorney general comes in, but we'll have to see. Willis and Wade have been engaged in an improper clandestine personal relationship during the pendency of this case, which has resulted in the special prosecutor and in turn the district attorney profiting significantly from this prosecution at the expense of the taxpayers. President Trump ends by saying, I am so proud to be showing the people of America how corrupt, crooked Joe Biden and our justice system is. All charges against me and others should be immediately dropped with apologies and monetary damages for the illegal and highly political persecution of innocent people in God we trust. And that right there, President Trump is telling everyone exactly what they need to know. This horror show that we have been living through for the last three years, although people are sick of it, people are ready to move on, we're ready to take our country back. These people would have never been exposed in the way that they have been at their own hand, at the state level, numerous state levels, at the federal level, at the DOJ, at the FBI. My God, you guys, President Trump is taking every single one of them down, and it's happening in a really organic fashion. The corruption that is on display in full view of the sunlight and the eyes of the American people This is simply something that did not exist until they put this into motion. President Trump merely did his duty as president and chief executive of the of the United States of America. And as a result, they tried to go after him and take him down for it. But at the end of the day, the only thing they're going to take down is their own crooked network. This is beautiful. I am absolutely loving what's going on. So we do have an update. Let's go ahead and take a look at this update. Uh, According to the AJC, Fannie Willis has officially benefited financially from this romantic relationship. Uh, And let me go. So this is. uh, Oh, these are invoices from the law offices of Nathan Wade. Um. He was brought in as a special prosecutor by Fannie Willis in November of 2021. He met with the Biden counsel at least twice in 2022 leading up to the indictment in May and then November. Take a look at these invoices. Oh, my God. They traveled to Athens. (laughs) And he billed them for it. Uh, Travel to Athens. Conference with White House counsel on 523 right there. Interview with D.C. White House right there. He billed $2,000, for $250 an hour for eight hours. So on Tuesday, 
Mike Davis broke down how Fanny's buffoon boyfriend was paid over $600,000 in taxpayer funds over the past year thanks to his girlfriend. So this is from an interview between him and Steve Bannon. Let me see if they've got the video. Yes, they do. Here we go. In that. Okay, just a, I want to I want to frame this uh, in the last 72 hours. This has happened because of the disastrous uh, Valley Forge and then his yesterday his over the top speech. This is Biden uh, in South Carolina. But it goes back to actually before Christmas, a couple of days before Christmas, where Obama went to. I'm not, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too familiar with how you lawyers work. Doesn't that mean that he's there to talk to the White House Counsel's Office about the prosecution of Trump in Atlanta, sir? Yeah, I mean he has two bills. One on May twenty third, twenty. All right. So this is not a clip. We're not going to go through it, but he's just going to summarize the information that we already have gone through. So suffice to say, Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade are in deep doo doo. Uh, I need to take a break for the second half of the show, you guys. We're going to be right back in just a moment, so don't go anywhere. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS-60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS-60 is the upgraded version of the Carbon-60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Okay, uh, Vector, I'm totally willing to hear it. So, you know, the only time it ever overheats is when, like, like yeah, I got a lot of – I'm there's a window directly behind me. And uh, generally during the day when I'm on the air recording and stuff, uh, especially – it only happens on days where I'm on Adel's show, and then I go to this immediately. Um, <clears throat> I just assumed it was overheating from the temperature that's coming through the sun uh, uh, into the in, into the room. And then, of course, I've got it plugged into an AC adapter, which it's not designed for, uh, and that allows me to keep it on for longer periods of time. Um, since the temperature's dropped, it, it hasn't overheated. And I've never had it overheat, like if I'm doing other things, you know, like recording B-roll around the house or anything like that. Uh, but I'm perfectly willing to hear about any settings that I can uh, adjust inside the camera to make it uh, less likely that it's going to overheat. So next, guys, we are going to talk about the latest Epstein document revelations. And let me tell you, Bill Clinton is glad that he's out of the country. Now, Yesterday, we learned about the newest revelation coming from a witness who suggested that there was blackmail footage, and she said specifically Bill Clinton 
Prince Andrew and Richard Branson. There were no other names, nothing to indicate that President Trump had been filmed. However, the dishonest mainstream media, the New York freaking Post, has say, has stated in their headline that sex tapes of Trump, Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson exist. This is a lie. This is a conflation of this woman's testimony. We already spoke about the discredited claims that she made against President Trump. She withdrew those claims. She said they never happened. But those claims have never been withdrawn from Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, or Richard Branson. Again, Richard Branson has his own pedophile island, likely, allegedly, Next to Little St. James. He definitely has an island. I don't know what he does there. Jim Kyle says Royal Palm High School was Epstein's feeding ground for young girls. Yeah, that's where he uh, he got his. Uh, wait, are you saying that's in Palm Beach or because or, I know he was a teacher at one time, like when he first started out. But yeah, um, yes, he had a, a series of, uh, of of girls, a different uh, a rotating harem of girls that would recruit uh, from the, uh, the, the, the bad side of the track. Like, you know, there was like a high school in, in uh, Palm beach that was for the rich. And then there was a high school, I believe for West Palm. Uh, and he tended to go there, but I wanted to show you these headlines because it, it shows that the New York post is claiming their sex tapes of Trump. Nobody ever said that that claim was never made. And if anybody out there tries to tell you that president Trump has been implicated in a sex tape where he is, uh, allegedly abusing young girls, it doesn't exist. And that person is either dishonest, disingenuous, or too stupid to actually absorb the information that's in these documents. That means that they are lazy and they are not taking the time to actually dive in to what's here. I guarantee you there's going to be some people who 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 now uh, try to come try to uh, make a career for themselves, get some Internet clout saying that President Trump is on a sex tape. He is not on a sex tape. Now, ABC News is taking a different track. They're saying that these claims from those documents yesterday are discredited because the claims against President Trump have been discredited. But again, the claims against Richard Branson, Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton have not been discredited. They also state that Alex Jones is shocked as Trump named in new Epstein docs. I haven't heard Alex Jones be shocked by this, but I would have to say that nobody is shocked looking at these documents, except for liberal libtards, left-wing libtards, uh, who have uh, been hanging on this possible idea that Trump is going to be named and it's finally going to take him down. We finally got him this time, except you didn't. You played yourself. Now, remember yesterday, we brought you these new pictures from Epstein Island. It included photographs of Sarah Ransom, the woman who was uh, featured in that testimony yesterday, but also Nadia Marcinkova, the blonde that you see here. Nadia Marcinkova was known as Jeffrey Epstein's sex slave. That's what he called her. At 15, she came to Jeffrey Epstein's stead, I believe from like Slovakia or something like that, an Eastern European nation. Uh, and uh, she 
was used as a sex slave by Jeffrey Epstein. Now, when she aged out of his preference bracket, he paid for her to become a pilot, and she remained in his employ. She was one of the pilots, at least, for the Lolita Express. Now, what's interesting about these photographs, besides the fact that we've never seen them before, and they definitely show Jeffrey Epstein with a harem uh, or so of women on that island, along with himself and an unnamed male companion. We don't know who that gentleman is, but we do know that Ghislaine Maxwell is featured prominently in a number of them, and so is Jean-Luc Brunel, who was Epstein's French connection, if you will. He was a model scout who would find young girls like Nadia Marcinkova and bring them to Jeffrey Epstein, and then they would be trafficked and used as part of their blackmail ring. Well, after those pictures were released yesterday, the judge put out a notice uh, letting people know that there had been a slight error, and these photographs were not supposed to be released. Oops, that's a big one, and it's too late because they're already out. They're everywhere. We already have them, and you simply can't put that genie back in the box. But Loretta Preska said the clerk of the court is directed to strike docket entry 13327 in the above caption case because it contains inadvertently disclosed images that should have been redacted. Counsel shall refile the stricken document as soon as practical. So you know what this tells me is that there are probably – Uh, a lot more pieces of evidence in these documents than what we're actually seeing. Because if they had their way, we wouldn't even know that these photographs exist. So my question is, what other photographs exist that we are not seeing or that they're not releasing? Now, the other bombshell part of this story is that Nadia Marcinkova, the former sex slave per Jeffrey Epstein of Jeffrey Epstein, is now missing. Following the release of these documents, which uh, not only implicate her as a victim, but also an accomplice of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, and that is her right there sitting with Jeffrey Epstein. Looks like they're maybe playing some sort of word game or he, he's just drawn boobs or something. I don't know what it is, but uh, here they are sitting together. And uh, she has been somebody that I think a lot of people have wanted to hear from for a very long time. Um But she has always remained tight-lipped. She did not want to be someone who gave any information about what was happening in Jeffrey's orbit because, obviously, even though she was a victim, she also became an accomplice. And we don't really know where her head was at. But she has allegedly vanished from her Upper East Side New York home following that release yesterday. She is Nadia Marcinko, also known as Nada Marcinkova. Uh, she is the former commercial pilot and Gulfstream girl that has been featured prominently in photographs taken from the inside of Epstein's plane, the Lolita Express. And again, she is Slovakian born. She is not only a pilot, but she's also a flight instructor. And she's the CEO of a company called Aviloop, which is an aviation website. And I actually wanted to pull up Avaloop's website so we can see what's going on there. Let's take a look. What's she pimping? Mm. Targeted aviation advertising. Here she is. We help create marketing content for aviation businesses. This is her right here. And of course, she looks like she's got a donut flying upside down. That's cute. So... Here she is, 
Also in another photograph, Avaloop was founded by a female pilot, Nadia Marcinko. Her career evolved from marketing through high fashion modeling to aviation. Notice she doesn't mention being a sex slave or helping Jeffrey Epstein to procure other young girls. When Nadia was ready for longer runways, she became an aerobatic pilot, licensed flight instructor, and airline transport pilot rated on multiple Gulfstream and Boeing aircraft. Since 2011, she's been sharing her expertise work through consulting work at Avaloop. I tend to think that Avaloop was a a company that was set up with Jeffrey Epstein's money uh, so that Nadia would have a career ahead of her after he was done using her like a piece of meat. Also, to keep her quiet. This is one of those things that these types of abusive relationships result in. Um, a continued connection through monetary compensation. Uh, it's almost like a continued payoff, but it allows Nadia to con- to, to collect a paycheck, uh, and the only reason that paycheck exists is because Jeffrey Epstein set it up for her. So Jeffrey had reportedly referred to Marcinko as his sex slave, and she spent many years by his side, and she even traveled on that private plane, the Lolita Express, which was famous for trafficking underage girls all around the world. Here she is inside the cockpit of a Gulfstream jet. It remains unclear whether Marcinko continued to serve as Epstein's pilot after obtaining her FAA certification as a commercial pilot and flight instructor. Uh, as I said, she's been rather cagey about her whereabouts and the activities she was involved in, but she has been accused of participating in the sexual abuse of these young girls and for also procuring other girls for Jeffrey Epstein. Now, Her lawyers deny everything. They say she's just a victim. The statement uh, from a court document says Miss Marcinkova was specifically identified by the U.S. Attorney's Office for the SD Southern District of Florida as a potential co-conspirator of Epstein in the non-prosecution agreement it executed with Mr. Epstein as part of his guilty plea. This is the same document that completely exonerated, gave full immunity to anyone who could be a potential co-conspirator of Jeffrey Epstein's back in 2008. So uh, ostensibly she got immunity from her continued relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. If Nadia Marcinkova had only been a victim of Jeffrey Epstein, there would have been no reason to list her as a potential co-conspirator to give her immunity in that landmark sweetheart deal that Jeffrey Epstein was able to get with Alan Dershowitz's help. But she has relevant information uh, because she observed the recruitment of underage girls for sex and, in fact, participated in sex acts with minors. She was also on numerous flights with the defendant in contradiction to the defendant's testimony. Here is a photograph of her not that long before Jeffrey Epstein's arrest and death in New York City. So she got full immunity from prosecution in 2008 from Florida authorities. Now, despite the controversy surrounding her involvement with Jeffrey Epstein, and despite the fact that he molested her as a 15-year-old girl, turned her into a sex slave, she remained loyal to him, and she also visited him a number of times while he was in jail. Now, in recent days, probably as a result of all of this new details and information that's coming out, she's been absent from her longtime residence on the Upper East Side of New York. And according to a source that spoke on the condition of anonymity in the neighborhood, she's not been seen for the last three days. That was as of yesterday. Perfectly coincides with the releasement of all of these court documents. 
Her testimony, in which she invoked her right against self-incrimination 42 times, was revealed as part of those documents that have been made public from this settled defamation case brought by Virginia Roberts Jeffrey against Ghislaine Maxwell. Her current whereabouts are unknown, and her response to the documents remain unknown as well. We also learned from Jeffrey Epstein's former driver just how much money he was paid to deliver girls to Jeffrey Epstein. This one is another interesting case because the driver for Jeffrey Epstein said that he got paid for every single girl he dropped off at the mansion. This is a man by the name of Tony Ferguson, and this is from a 2016 deposition. Now, this has actually been released before. I've heard this, but it's only widely being reported at this time. Jeffrey would apparently give Tony $200 every single time he helped to recruit a girl and brought her over there to Jeffrey Epstein's estate, and that was whether or not they did anything or not. Jeff knew that if he could just get a girl into his house and if he offered her the right candy, then she would grab that opportunity and do whatever he needed or whatever she needed him, whatever he needed her to do. Pretty much I got some of my friends I knew because Virginia was looking for other girls to go over there because Jeffrey was giving $200 a piece for everyone that we brought over. He handed me $200 for every girl that I walked in that door, whether they did stuff with him or not. Now, Ferguson further described how Epstein called him on the phone to request more girls be brought to his estate. The question being posed is, did Jeffrey call you directly about getting more girls? Yes, Ferguson responded. What did he say? He was just asking me if I had any other girls that wanted to come work. Now, who is Tony Ferguson? Well, he is the ex-boyfriend of Virginia Jeffrey, and the fact that they were dating is the reason that Tony Ferguson started working for Jeffrey Epstein. He also alleges in his deposition uh, that there were threesomes between Jeffrey, Maxwell, and Epstein, uh, and uh, that is something that we've known before as well. And then she told me about how, like I said, her and Miss Maxwell and Jeffrey were all intimate together on multiple occasions, uh, and we also learned of a direct connection between Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein. Now, this one is interesting because it may have implications for people who are still working in Hollywood, and we'll talk about that in a moment. So, in this most recent batch of documents, the third batch, we learned that Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein had some sort of personal relationship. This is notable because Harvey Weinstein is a convicted rapist and sex offender, and it shows the direct connection between Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail operation and child trafficking operation and Hollywood's seedy underbelly. We've always assumed that these two worlds were just overlapping segments of the same story. But now we have a direct thread from Jeffrey to Harvey. So what do we have? Well, we have a handwritten note that was dated 2005, and that mentions Harvey Weinstein's name. So Harvey had reached out to Jeffrey Epstein at around 20 after 10 in the morning on March of 2005. She had on the phone Mr. Harvey Weinstein, the note said. She. That would indicate that Harvey Weinstein's personal assistant had called Jeffrey Epstein to connect the two of them. 
So according to a book by Bradley Edwards, this was a lawyer for Virginia Jaffray. Uh, he was told that Weinstein and Epstein were close until they had a falling out. Weinstein was at Epstein's apartment in France receiving a massage from one of Epstein's girls when he attempted to aggressively convert the massage into something sexual. The girl rejected his advances. Harvey then verbally abused her for rejecting him. But can you blame her? (laughs) Little did Harvey know this was one of Epstein's favorite girls at the time, and Jeff reviewed the aggressive mistreatment as disrespectful to him. So then Jeff came into the room, he got in Harvey's face, and he kicked him out of the house, delivering the message that he was never to come back. Allegedly, the story has been told in multiple versions, including one by Jeffrey Epstein himself, where he called Harvey Weinstein a pig. Let me just say, you've got to be a special kind of scumbag for Jeffrey Epstein to call you a pig and want nothing to do with you. Uh, And of course, Harvey Weinstein currently sits in prison for 39 years for sexually assaulting several women over the last couple of decades. Now, how does this relate to current modern day Hollywood? Well, Harvey Weinstein's longtime personal assistant was a woman by the name of Leslie Headland. Leslie Headland is this woman right here. Let's find a bigger picture of her. Here she is. Leslie Headland. Now, Leslie Headland is notable because she's currently spearheading a major project for Disney and Lucasfilm. She is directing... A when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. series called The Acolyte, and she also is responsible for the hiring of the latest woke Pakistani documentary director who is allegedly going to direct a new trilogy for Disney about Ray, a character nobody cares about. And I'm sure most of this you guys don't care about at all, but I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan. And so this kind of stuff matters to me. I keep an eye on it, even though I can't enjoy Star Wars anymore. But Leslie Headland was hired by Disney under some really mysterious circumstances. It was during a time when Disney recognized that they had screwed the pooch on Star Wars. And uh, before that time, they had been actively taking pitches from anybody in Hollywood who had any ideas about what they should do with Star Wars next. They actually put out a notice within Disney that they were no longer actively taking pitches from anyone. And then shortly after that, they hired Leslie Headland. Kathleen Kennedy hired Leslie Headland to create this series, The Acolyte, and to take on a leadership role at Lucasfilm on the direction of Star Wars. Now, Leslie Headland's career up until that point <clears throat> had been rather rather sparse. Uh, I'll tell you what, she's never done any science fiction, and she's never done anything to indicate that she is a fan of Star Wars or this entire world that George Lucas set up. But I'll tell you what, uh, 
Kathleen Kennedy worked very closely with Steven Spielberg for a long time. Steven Spielberg, of course, being another powerhouse in Hollywood and somebody who would have also had a close relationship with Harvey Weinstein. Now, Leslie Headland worked for Harvey Weinstein, and it was likely her that was on the phone connecting Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein together. So that means that we now have a direct connection to current modern-day Disney Lucasfilm in the form of Leslie Headland. That could be a PR nightmare, and it could spell disaster for any projects that she's involved with if suddenly somebody comes out and says something. Now, curiously enough, Leslie Headland never never had uh, uh, any real stories about Harvey Weinstein you know, abusing her. Uh, he never victimized her in any way, and she never spoke out on behalf of the victims. She kept her mouth shut. And I think she was rewarded with this position at Disney. And I think she's terrible. I think that uh, anybody who's currently working at Disney and and Lucasfilm is a hack. They need to go. And I want to see Star Wars uh, put back into the place that it should be. So new information, likely linking modern-day Disney Star Wars to Jeffrey Epstein. We also had the reveal of more documents today as I was getting this show ready. And once again, President Trump is vindicated. And once again, Bill Clinton is implicated. My friend Clandestine says Epstein victim states that she doesn't think Trump participated in anything. Will Media Matters or anybody else in the fake news media bother to report on that yet again? A victim of Jeffrey Epstein, who had sex with damn near everybody that Jeffrey brought through that door, never saw Donald Trump, never slept with Donald Trump, never gave a massage to Donald Trump, never indicated in any fashion that Donald Trump was in any way involved in any of this unsavory business. But once again, she does say that Bill Clinton was a witness to the sexual abuse of minors, minor children. And, of course, Jeffrey Epstein had nude photographs of kids all over his house. His home was a virtual den of child pornography. Let's take a look at this testimony. Uh, The answer to the question about Donald Trump's involvement. I don't think Donald Trump participated in anything. That would have to be another assumption. I never witnessed, saw, or I never saw or witnessed Donald Trump participate in any of those acts. But he was in the house of Jeffrey Epstein. I've heard he has been, but I haven't seen him myself, so I don't know. Secondhand information. That is called hearsay, and it cannot be used as evidence, and it does not implicate Donald Trump in anything. The question next is, you've seen Heidi Klum with Jeffrey Epstein, correct? At parties. So is your assumption that she's a witness to the sexual abuse of minors? And they object to that question. So now they ask if Bill Clinton is a witness to the sexual abuse of minors. Uh, Yes, he would be a witness because he knew what my purpose there was for Jeffrey and he visited Jeffrey's island. So I believe this is Virginia Jaffray that's giving this testimony. She indicates that Bill Clinton knew that she was a child when Jeffrey Epstein was using her for his sick sexual desires. 
He knew that Virginia Jaffray and other children were being pimped out to global leaders and politicians here in the United States of America. He knew exactly what Jeffrey and his friends were up to on the island, and Bill Clinton visited the island where he was seen with two young girls heading off to go to sleep. Jeffrey Epstein called it, Bill Clinton likes them young. And of course, if you went to Jeffrey Epstein's home and actually walked through, you would have seen naked photographs of children all over the place. There was no way to avoid it. And you can connect Bill Clinton, of course, to the world of blackmail because he was directly involved with the CIA since he was the governor of Arkansas when he allowed the CIA to use the MENA airport to bring cocaine into the United States of America. Of course, they rewarded him with cocaine. They probably rewarded him with children because Epstein belonged to intelligence. Every single one of these threads overlaps the other. They are all connected. Every single one of these dirty people, these filthy deep state swamp rats abusing children, full knowledge about what exactly happened, what Jeffrey Epstein's business was. Bill Clinton is now directly implicated in the witnessing of other people abusing children, and he likely did it himself. So let's dive a little deeper into President Trump not being witnessed, doing any sort of participating in anything at all. This is from Virginia Jaffray's deposition in January of 2016. And this is uh, the same one that was settled in April of 2016 between uh, Alan Dershowitz and Virginia Jaffray. So Virginia Jaffray has officially on numerous occasions cleared the air about whether or not President Trump witnessed the sexual abuse of minors or was even involved in the sexual abuse of minors. And we've already done shown you that quote. I don't think Donald Trump participated in anything. Now, as we have shown you on numerous occasions, President Trump was on the flight logs. His last trip with Epstein appears to have taken place in 1997. That was well before anyone had any open ideas about Jeffrey Epstein's attraction to children uh, and before he was accused of anything and definitely about 10 years before he became a uh, sex offender. Johanna Soberg, who was a victim of Epstein that was deposed during the same litigation, recalled going to Trump's casinos. That was the first time that President Trump's name came up. But she never met with Trump. She never massaged Trump. She never did anything with Donald Trump. And the documents from Virginia Jaffray's lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell continue to show the exact same pattern of behavior. Bill Clinton sleeps with children. Jeffrey Epstein sleeps with children. Plenty of world leaders and powerful people here in the United States, in Hollywood, in business and industry, in banking and politics are sleeping with children that are provided by Jeffrey Epstein. That blackmail evidence is being cataloged and then it's used to control these people. This, my friends, is why these politicians never seem to do anything that we want them to do. 
They don't listen to their constituents. We might put them into that office, but the ones who control them are the ones who own the tapes of them screwing kids. These sick, demonic people. They don't care about us. They don't care about this country. They care about not getting caught and doing whatever it is that they want to do. More documents are continuing to be released. My friends, I guarantee you we're going to find more damning information. It seems to get worse for Bill Clinton with every single drop that comes out. And I'm hoping against hope that something happens and those tapes of Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson end up finding their way into the hands of authorities and the media because it needs to be revealed. All right, so... Today was a banner day for Ray Epps. He had a court date. Today was his sentencing. And of course, that is supposed to be a public hearing. Well, the Gateway Pundit figured out exactly where and when it was going to be. It was supposed to be on a Zoom hearing. But then once the Gateway Pundit figured it out, the DOJ pulled the plug And they instead chose to do it in a secret hearing, which meant the public was not able to be there. This is an unconstitutional act. And from my perspective, it shows that the DOJ is trying to protect Ray Epps even on the day that they're sentencing him to something. He should have appeared this morning at 10 a.m. at the United States Courthouse in Washington, D.C. And on the docket, it was listed that the hearing had been modified to a hybrid hearing, which meant that government would be there in person. The defense could be there via Zoom. And, of course, once it was discovered exactly what was going on, because the Gateway Pundit got a tip that Epps was going to be served with uh, a lawsuit at the courthouse during his sentencing. Process servers were hired by the plaintiff, and the reporters for the Gateway Pundit were scheduled to be there to capture the moment that Ray Epps was going to get served with this lawsuit. That was all discussed in private phone calls. It wasn't discussed publicly. However, it sounds like the government may have been listening to the telephone calls of these journalists because out of nowhere, they decided to change this public in-person sentencing to a remote telephonic sentencing, which meant that Ray Epps didn't even have to be there. And it meant that the service of this lawsuit could not be delivered to Ray Epps. And of course, the video of that service would not be caught on camera as well. So that sounds to me Like the federal government is spying on journalists to track their moves and determine exactly what sort of damaging stories are about to come out. Because since that was recorded and spoken about privately, not publicly, nobody gave that information out. These journalists in the process servers were not trying to blow up their own spot. But like clockwork, the government, big brother, gets a listen and they go ahead and switch it up. So a legal expert commented on this and said it it sure seems like someone tipped off the powers that be. This is unheard of. It is illegal for the government to be non-transparent with a sentencing hearing and hide anything from the public. It's unconstitutional. If we take a look at case precedent, United States versus Thompson, this applies to a sentencing memorandum and equally applies to a sentencing hearing itself. Public access to sentencing memoranda permits public oversight at sentencing and serves to check any temptation that might be felt by either the prosecutor or the court. 
to seek or impose an arbitrary or disproportionate sentence to promote accurate fact-finding and, in general, stimulate public confidence in the criminal justice system by permitting members of the public to observe that the defendant is justly sentenced. Isn't that rich? I don't think that we had anything to worry about with the government doing a disproportionate sentence in uh, it, uh, against Ray Epps. Uh, but certainly, it seems like the government is trying to halt any opportunity for the public to fact check or make sure that things are done in an accurate manner or to ensure that the criminal justice system and its members are allowing the defendant to be sentenced justly. If you'll remember, uh, the federal government under the DOJ had been requesting six months, six months and probably a club fed for Ray Epps because, let's be honest, he is most likely a fed. But for some reason, that does not apply to Ray Epps. Guess what they ended up doing for him? The man who called the January 6th riot in the hours before, during and the day before, he was remember, he was the only guy who was caught on camera on multiple occasions saying, we've got to go into the Capitol. And everyone was like, boo, fed, fed. Don't listen to that guy. So what did they do? Well, once they made this hearing secret, I guess that they felt there was no need to hold any pretense any longer. So Chief Judge District Attorney, excuse me, Chief Judge of the U.S. District for the uh, District of Columbia, James Bosberg, has sentenced Ray Epps to 12 months probation. You heard me right. Prosecutors asked for six months in jail. And so James Bosberg gave him 12 months of supervised release. Oh, he's also got to pay a $500 restitution. Look at that. I don't know who this clown Kyle Cheney is. But he says, while you were watching Trump, Ray Epps was sentenced by Chief Judge Bosberg to a year of probation for his role in the January 6th attack. If anybody was responsible for the attack that took place on that day, I would say Ray Epps is is some serious low-hanging fruit. Okay, he's obvious. He's the only one who was saying we got to go into the Capitol. He directed someone to break the police barricade. He's the one who broke through first off and was inciting a riot the entire time. So Epps pled guilty to one misdemeanor count for disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds on in September after coming to a deal with federal authorities. And his legal team suggested he serve just a probationary sentence in response to the prosecutors arguing for six months of probation. For the above reason, on behalf of Ray Epps, undersigned counsel requested the court impose a probationary sentence with conditions that may but do not necessarily include firearms restriction, restitution of $500, and the mandatory $25 special assessment. This pisses me off beyond belief. Listen to this. Uh, You know what? Let's just watch Ray Epps in his own words. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Peacefully. Fed, 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 fed. Tomorrow, 
I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we let's need to say go. It. I'll say it. All right. We need to go in. Shut the fuck up, Boomer. To the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Okay. Monument Hill. Okay, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up year. there? Yeah. You don't need to get Should shot. arrest us all? Ray Epps did January 6th. So while Ray Epps is going to be serving his time on the outside, maybe meeting once a month with his probation officer in sunny Mesa, Arizona, hundreds of January 6th defendants are rotting in the most disgusting conditions that you can possibly imagine. I am not surprised that Ray Epps got literally no punishment, wasn't even charged with a felony. Charged with a misdemeanor, the guy who set nine, excuse me, 9-11, who set January 6th up, the guy who incited people to break through the police barriers, the guy who was telling everybody that would listen as they walked by on January 6th, we're going to the Capitol. Nobody else was saying that except for his friends that were positioned with bullhorns all along the way, directing people to go to the Capitol. If you'll notice, nobody was on their way to the Capitol when Ray Epps was telling people, we're going to the Capitol. Nobody else was saying, hey, we're going to go inside either. See, Ray Epps knew they were going inside because he knew that there were people already inside. He knew that there were other feds just like him in that crowd who were ready to get things popping. So Ray Epps could not be given a harsh sentence because he's protected by the federal government because he's a fed. Ray Epps is probably not even really on probation. It's all ceremonial. His record is not going to reflect that he did anything wrong on January 6th. Ray Epps is yet another tool of the deep state establishment, the deep state New World Order. Now, you know who else had court proceedings today? President Trump. Listen to this. President Trump and his legal team were at the appeals court discussing the factors of his presidential immunity. And while there, journalists were caught on hot mics joking about President Trump being assassinated. Last I heard, this is actually a federal crime, talking about the assassination of a president or a former president. Let's go ahead and take a listen. You know, the worst part is, even if the edge is hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side of the <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah. Or if it's a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like if he just pulls up like JFK. It's like a JFK. A Lincoln. No, maybe someone just like they told JFK. You know what you should do? You should take a convertible. 
It's so nice out. So there they are, joking around about assassinating President Trump right in front of the police. Not surprised. Not surprised. This is exactly what we're trying to expose to the American people. We can't fix the federal government. We can't fix the broken federal establishment without everyone recognizing that there is a major problem. Because when we can identify the problem, we can point it out and we can demand change. President Trump already knows this. The exposure of Ray Epps and this crooked federal deep state establishment, it's not for us. We already know it. We've known for a long time just how crooked this whole system is. There is, however, millions of other Americans out there who are only now just realizing any of them who saw the videos from January 6th and who learned from CNN and MSNBC that this was worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than 9-11. And they look at the, the treatment of January 6th protesters, people who did no violence at all, getting arrested, getting put in prison, felonies, 10 years, terrible sentences. Enrique Terria wasn't even in D.C., given 28 years, something crazy like that. And then they look at Ray Epps, probably the most photographed and videotaped man on that day, directing people on what to do. And he gets 12 months probation? Hmm, man, that doesn't sound right. What the hell's going on? I thought that this was another Pearl Harbor. I thought this was another 9-11. So President Trump's attorney, at that same time that the journalists were joking around about killing President Trump, he was in there arguing before this three-judge panel in D.C. Obviously, it is, again, totally stacked with liberals. I don't think the appeals court is going to uphold President Trump's immunity. I think that it is going to have to go before the Supreme Court. Uh, But... The three-judge panel was hearing the oral arguments on the immunity claims. We've got Florence Pan, who is a Biden appointee. We've got Michelle Childs, another Biden appointee. And then Karen Henderson, a George W. Bush appointee. So, remember, Jack Smith told the federal appeals court that Trump's immunity argument would allow him to order his supporters to murder opposing lawmakers. One of the most insane claims I've ever heard. And of course, President Trump's attorneys are arguing that he is immune from federal prosecution for the alleged crimes that were committed while he served as U.S. president. In 234 years of American history, this is from the argument by President Trump's lawyers, no president has ever faced criminal prosecution for his official acts until President Trump was indicted. No court has ever addressed whether immunity from such prosecution exists. To this day, no appellate court has addressed it. The question stands among the most complex, intricate, and momentous issues the court will be called upon to decide. And, of course, President Trump is arguing that, as president, he just did what he had to do to keep the country safe. Jack Smith is, however, arguing President Trump is not immune from prosecution because he could order the murder of his political opponents or sell nuclear secrets. Obviously, that is a completely different story. No president is going to do that, except for maybe Joe Biden. Jack Smith's filing said the implications of the defendant's broad immunity theories are sobering. 
In his view, a court should treat a president's criminal conduct as immune from prosecution as long as it takes the form of correspondence with a state official about a matter in which there is a federal interest, a meeting with a member of the executive branch or a statement on a matter of public concern. The reason presidents have presidential immunity is because sometimes they have to order unsavory things to take place. And Jack Smith knows this. Jack Smith absolutely knows this. He's just part of this deep state machine to try to destroy President Trump. They're saying that, however, President Trump might incite his supporters during a State of the Union address to kill opposing lawmakers. That approach would grant immunity from criminal prosecution to a president who accepts a bribe in exchange for directing a lucrative government contract to the payer. A president who instructs the FBI director to plant incriminating evidence on a political enemy. (laughs) Do, Do any of these things sound familiar? A president who orders the National Guard to murder his most prominent critics. What about a president who orders the FBI and the DOJ to go after his number one opponent? Or a president who sells nuclear secrets to a foreign adversary? Because in each of these scenarios... The president could assert that he was simply executing the laws. The only difference is that none of these things equal the execution of the laws. These are all incidents of public betrayal and corruption. Of course, these should be prosecutable. Or communicating with the Department of Justice or discharging the powers as commander in chief or engaging in foreign diplomacy. Under the defendant's framework, the nation would have no recourse to deter a president from inciting his supporters during his State of the Union address to kill opposing lawmakers, thereby hamstringing any impeachment proceeding to ensure that he remains in office unlawfully. Well, that's why there is the impeachment process, because if a president commits high crimes and misdemeanors, well, that's why they have the impeachment and that's why they have the trial and the uh, and, and, and the uh, the ultimate uh, dispensation of that. Now, President Trump was impeached for things that he never should have been impeached for. And that's why he was never convicted. So he's not guilty of anything that Jack Smith might actually say. So in hearing these arguments, a three judge panel appeared to be skeptical of President Trump's immunity claims. Literally, they went in the same direction as Jack Smith. One of the judges, the Biden appointee, asked John Sauer, the attorney for Trump, uh, would he be subject to criminal prosecution if he ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate his political rivals? That is a complete obfuscation, completely in the opposite direction. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival and is not impeached, would he be subjected to criminal prosecution? I would take you back to the day that John F. Kennedy was assassinated in Washington, D.C., and this argument essentially holds up right there. That's basically what's already been done in the United States of America, and no harm ever came to the people who murdered President Kennedy, although it should have. But that's not something President Trump would ever be involved with. Now, John Sauer replied, if he were impeached and convicted first, my answer is a qualified yes. There is a political process that would have to occur under the structure of the Constitution, which would require impeachment and conviction by the Senate in these exceptional cases. But it's hypothetical. It's an absurd example of what could potentially happen. And President Trump would not be the type of person that would be involved in any such awful stuff. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to skip over this Vatican story because we're almost uh, near at the end. There is a very strange situation taking place in New York City. Last night, chaos broke out in the underground tunnels that were found to exist beneath Shabbat Lubavitch. This is a global Jewish organization that's headquartered in Brooklyn. The incident allegedly took place 
because they were trying to prevent a cement truck from filling these tunnels, uh, which had been dug uh, under other buildings in the basement of Shabad Lubavitch and allegedly, I guess, underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. So they're trying to expand the space that they have in their basement by digging these tunnels underneath these buildings that are next to the space that they already occupy. Uh, and these people were found out because the uh, residents of these other buildings were hearing noises and shaking of the ground, and they didn't know where it was coming from. So take a look at this weirdness. coming out of the ground. They, they dug a tunnel from underneath Shabbat Lubavitch out into the street. Now, my question is, the stated reason they wanted to expand their territory, is that really what they're doing? How long have these tunnels been in place? Are they really new? Or have they been used for some unsavory purpose for quite some time? It looks like these guys really do not want these tunnels to be filled up. Like, not only is this illegal, but it's uh, very dangerous because they're digging underneath the foundation of buildings that are right next to them. And yes, somebody in the chat said these are Talmudic Jews. Uh, the Talmud, I don't, it's my understanding that the average person is not allowed to read the Talmud, but there is some unsavory stuff in the Talmud in the same way that there is some unsavory stuff that's in the Quran. So this is a sect of Judaism, uh, which is separate from, I would say, I guess, modern-day Judaism. But these guys did not want to leave. They were pulled out because they were digging and they were arrested. And there was a full-scale riot. So just what the heck is going on? So this is uh, beneath a historic synagogue in Brooklyn, New York, and the Hasidic Jewish community were furious because they were attempting to stop their construction workers and police from using the cement truck to fill in this illegal secret tunnel network. I don't have a map of these tunnels. I don't know if they've been fully mapped out, but they had dug the tunnel network allegedly six months ago to expand the synagogue and reach a nearby women's ritual bath. The New York Post is reporting that uh, in young Jews in their late teens and early 20s were caught tearing down wood panels and wooden support beams at the Shabbat Lubavitch World Headquarters in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And uh, you can see several men 
embedded inside these tunnels. Uh, and they're, the NYPD is desperately trying to hold off these dozens of men who barged their way into this 20-foot-wide compound, which had been dug beneath the women's section, flipping over wooden pews in a fit of rage. Uh, and the Hasidic Jews were using hammers to break through the synagogue's brick walls. Several of these guys refused to vacate the tunnels despite the massive police presence, and it led to the arrest of at least 10 individuals to wild applause. My question here now, knowing that they were trying to dig into the women's section, what's that about? You know, what's that about? Uh, but they eventually were sealed off by law enforcement, and here it goes. Footage also shows stained mattresses, which were pulled from the tunnels, which will undoubtedly raise a few questions. I go back to my comment earlier, when were these tunnels truly dug out, and what was their true nature? Why were they in place, and what sorts of activities were taking place in there? Why would it be necessary to have a stained mattress inside these tunnels that they were digging into the women's section? So the Daily Mail is reporting that young men have butted heads with the synagogue over who owns the main property. And the appeal of the ritual bath is unclear at this point. But Israeli National News has reported that the tunnels were dug six months ago and discovered last month when neighbors had begun to hear strange noises coming from underneath their homes. Following the discovery, the leadership called in structural engineers to analyze the damage. So the Shabbat Lubavitch headquarters has released a statement condemning the rioters and thanking law enforcement. The Shabbat Lubavitch community is pained by the vandalism of a group of young agitators who damaged the synagogue below Shabbat headquarters at 770 Eastern Parkway Monday night. These odious actions will be investigated and the sanctity of the synagogue will be restored. Our thanks to the NYPD for their professionalism and sensitivity. We are grateful for the outpouring of concern and the support of our Shabbat Lubavitch institutions around the world. So it sounds like this was an isolated group within the community, and we really don't know what they were actually doing under there. But seems like there's any number of nefarious things that could be done. And let's just end with nefarious things happening in the Catholic Church as well, because I am an equal opportunity corruption detector. So you may or may not heard of Orgasm Gate, but the bishop that you see, I'm sorry, the cardinal you see on screen is an Argentinian compatriot of the black pope Francis, the currently one sitting in the Vatican in Rome. So what is the conflict here? Well, writings from this controversial czar of doctrine uh, explore intimate details of male and female orgasms. And it's been dubbed the last straw for his meteoric but scandal-ridden career. Victor Manuel Tuco Fernandez is a close personal friend and ghostwriter for Black Francis, who the pontiff called to Rome to lead the Vatican's powerful doctrinal office, which elevated him to the rank of cardinal, and it's provoked a veritable ecclesiastical earthquake with the recent discovery and translation of a graphic sexual text comparing orgasm to a mystical union with God. This sounds to me like a grooming manual using the cover of faith 
to probably molest young girls and who knows, even young boys, likening the orgasm that the cardinal is giving to that child to some sort of sick union with God. Blurticus says, Happy New Year, Zach. 6K. I am so happy for you, Zach. God bless from my friend from Alaska. 6K. What does 6K mean? I don't know what 6K means, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. If you want to... Yeah, what does 6K mean? Oh, we've got 6,000 people watching. (laughs) Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time here, do me a favor. Hit that like button. That is really, really necessary. It lets uh, Rumble know and other people know that this is a show worth watching. We've got 6,100 people here, and we've got only 658 likes. So if you could hit the like, I would sincerely appreciate it. And I've got a number of thank yous I need to give over here to our friends at Pilled.net. So thank you very, very much, guys. Appreciate you being here. So, let's take a look at this. Here are some of those writings. You wouldn't expect a uh, cardinal in the Catholic Church to put this on paper. Or maybe you would if you know about the scandals of molestation happening in the Catholic Church for many, many years. He says, let's not forget that women have a rich venous plexus around the vagina, which maintains a good blood flow after orgasm. This is from his 1998 book, Mystical Passion, Spirituality and Sensuality. As a priest, he shouldn't know much about the female genitalia. That's why she is usually insatiable. She needs to release the pelvic congestion, and when this does not happen, after orgasm, she may want more. The woman requires more time, more dedication. She needs the man to give her something extra after she has achieved his own satisfaction. Well, he's not wrong. Fernandez said this week that he had canceled Mystical Passion not long after it was published and would never allow it to be reprinted. Well, you know, he should have thought about that before they actually put it out there. Mystical Passion made sense at the time, but it's a book that I certainly would not write now. (laughs) He told this to Crux, an online Catholic news outlet. Now, what most people find to be disturbing about this book, it's not that it explores the nitty gritty of the human orgasm even though that is odd for a priest and now a cardinal to write about. But rather, there's an entire chapter that recounts a conversation he had with a 16-year-old girl about her erotic visions of Jesus. I think most people would find that to be heretical, filthy, profane, not the kind of thing that you want a priest to be talking to your 16-year-old daughter about. If these descriptions were indeed reported to him by this girl, there would seem to exceed any boundaries of prudence and propriety. This flies in the face of anything that would be acceptable for a religious leader to be speaking about to a child of God and a child of that congregation. If they were fabricated by him, well, then it would seem to suggest some thoroughly questionable imaginings into the sexual, spiritual life of a young girl. Again, not something that this man should be engaging in in any way. Now, moral theologians have also taken issue with his apparent justification of objectively evil actions as somehow compatible with God's grace. You may have heard about him based upon this particular line of thinking that he has published in the past. He said, experience God's love 
does not mean, for example, that a homosexual will necessarily stop being homosexual. Let us remember that God's grace can coexist with weakness and even with sins when there is a very strong conditioning. In those cases, the person can do things that are objectively sinful without being guilty and without losing the grace of God or the experience of his love. Sounds to me like he's making excuses for the Catholic Church to molest and abuse children or to engage in some other overtly evil act. Curiously, the prelate also cites a venerable Egyptian theologian of the 15th century named Al-Sonatuti in giving praise to God. Praise be to Allah, who establishes penises as hard and straight as spears to wage war on vaginas. It's rather poetic if you think about it. But this is not the only publication written by the Argentinian cardinal to raise eyebrows. He's also the author of a surprising text titled, Heal Me With Your Mouth, The Art of Kissing. This was published in 1995 when he was a 33-year-old priest. My God, this just gets worse and worse and worse. I want to clarify that this book was not written so much based on my own experience. It was based on the lives of people who kiss. (laughs) In these pages, I want to synthesize the popular feeling where people feel when they think of a kiss, what mortals experience when they kiss. So trying to synthesize the immense richness of life, these pages emerged in favor of kissing. I hope they help you to kiss better and they motivate you to release the best of your being in a kiss. I am not looking for the advice of a priest when considering the very experience and nature of a deep, soulful kiss with My fiance. And in his research on kissing, he said he consulted about a thousand people on the street. And how many children in his organization? I went to bars, colleges, businesses in order to ask young people about what they knew to say about kissing. I collected various opinions about what a kiss means for them and the different ways of kissing. Some people have wondered how Pope Francis could be unaware of these controversial works that the Cardinal had put out. And you also have to wonder if those controversial works might not be the reason that Pope Francis made this guy the head of the doctrinal office. And as we know, Pope Francis has been fundamentally changing the teachings of the Catholic Church and changing them in progressive ways. He must have known And considering the fact that they're both from Argentina, they're both good friends, they both came up in the same way, there's no way that he didn't know about all of this. But Vatican voices are beginning to describe mystical passion as the straw that breaks the camel's back. I'm going to say that Cardinal Fernandez's resignation is now inevitable. This is from The Spectator. Looks like we have arrived at the final crisis of this pontificate. All right. Finally, you guys, Anthony Fauci recently sat down for a testimony in a closed-door session. The Congress was asking him about the failures of his NIH and other forms of the federal government during the COVID-19 pandemic. And at the end of the day, Fauci seemed to forget most of what actually happened. Members of the committee asked him about these failures uh, and his time in public service. And Anthony Fauci answered time and time again that he does not recall. 
If anybody believes that, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn I want to sell you. Brad Renstrup, who's chairman of the House Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, said in a statement Monday night that Fauci was unable to recall significant details related to the government's COVID policies, but also to the virus's origins, even though we have his emails. And he knew right away that it came from a lab in Wuhan, China. Dr. Fauci's testimony today uncovered drastic and systemic failures in America's public health systems. While leading the nation's COVID-19 response and influencing public narratives, he simultaneously had no idea what was happening under his own jurisdiction at NIAID. It's also pretty concerning that the face of our nation's response to the world's public health crisis does not recall key details about COVID-19's origins and pandemic-era policies. He told the committee more than 100 times that he did not recall when asked about COVID-related information. This is coming from the press release put out by the committee. And he refused to concede that the National Institutes of Health funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China, where the pandemic was first discovered. And, of course, he refused to concede that gain-of-function research was being done previously. So his testimony has not changed. He is equally stonewalling now as he did in the past. We know that Fauci orchestrated a campaign to discredit the lab leak theory of the coronavirus origins. He did so by influencing a research paper back in 2020, which found that this coming from a bat sleeping with a pangolin and then biting a human, none of that is possible. Uh, The furin cleavage site, which has DNA from the HIV virus, that does not occur naturally in the wild. Anthony Fauci does not forget. Anthony Fauci did not get this far in government by forgetting all the stuff that he did at any given point in time. Anthony Fauci is protecting himself and he is willfully obfuscating what happened during the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, thank you very, very much, everyone, for hanging out with us today. Before we go, I've got to, be, got to give a big shout out to the final sponsors of the show, and then we're going to go through the thank yous over here on the Foxhole. Please consider purchasing your chlorine dioxide water purification kits from my friends at onenessdrops.com. When you're there, make sure you use code RP78 to save 15% off your order. Chlorine dioxide is known as the universal antidote. It is a miracle substance that is not bleach, and it's very different from bleach. If you don't understand that, then go back and do basic chemistry, and you'll find out the differences. But chlorine dioxide is uh, given in, uh, in, in two parts. You put them together, and it makes non-potable water safe to drink. It makes unclean water clean, and you can drink it. So if you need to collect water from rain sources or from a ground source, you can use this and make it safe to drink. You definitely want to have it in your medicine cabinet, in your go bag, in your vehicle. If you know the proverbial ish hits the fan, then you need to be able to make yourself some clean, fresh water. So onenessdrops.com, use code RP78. You can also use code RP78 at mypillow.com, where every single one of Mike Lindell's American-made, American-designed, and American-manufactured products are available at significant savings. You can save up to 80% off by using my code RP78. Mike Lindell supports podcasts like this because we fight for truth and the exposing of corruption. Mike Lindell is doing the same thing out there on the national stage. 
So thank you, Mike Lindell, for continuing to sponsor this podcast. Use code RP78 to save up to 80% off on every single one of Mike's products. And then also... Thank you once again to My Patriot Supply. Head on over to preparewithredpill78.com. They are back to their $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food with a 25-year shelf life and 21 different varieties of breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. You will always find something that is good to eat and palatable. Of course, this is survival food, so it's the kind of thing that you want to sock away. As you know, Lisa and I have at least a year's worth of prepared food for each of us. So if something happens, then my God, we're going to be okay. And I hope that you will be okay too. So head on over to prepare with redpill78.com where you can pick up your emergency survival food kits, save $200 off a three month supply. Let's go ahead and go through the thank yous over here on the foxhole uh, at pilled.net. Just duckies. Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for hanging out. Thick Ray says the truth is loose. Leanne 63, thank you for that can. Thick Ray says, cheers to you, Zach. Kick that rhythm. Hashtag the truth is loose. Who cares? Says, high five, Zach. Ecuador cartel overthrows the government. Poland rioters after arrest of major players. I had heard that uh, in Ecuador there was a storming of a television station, but I didn't know that they overthrew the government. That is, uh, that's a big deal. And I didn't know about Poland either. I knew that there was um, some demonstrations uh, at Poland. Uh, excuse me, in Poland uh, that were being done at the borders uh, in regards to uh, funding for Ukraine. I'll see if I can't pull up anything about that. Just Ducky says nine days into 2024 and it's already so spicy. My God, I told you guys 2024 is going to be lit and it's only going to get nuttier. Stacks, thank you for that can. PQuest, thank you for the cookie. Nakaz808, thank you for the shades. Aloha, good to see you. Boise Blanc, good to see you. Thank you for the cookie. Just Duckies, thanks again for the cookie. Liberty Bells says, I love your show. It's crazy wild out there. They project what they do onto Trump. Much love. Yes, every single thing that you see President Trump being accused of, it is crimes that they have already committed. They are obfuscating. They are trying to project their own guilt onto somebody who has done nothing but try to save America and make it great again. Thank you to Whitehead. Whitehead, I love you, man. I'm so happy to see you out there. He says, what's up? Much love, fam. Stay safe out there. Uh, the weather is a bit naughty. Yeah, I, I can't wait to go outside and see what's going on right now. Whitehead, thank you so much. If you're not following Whitehead, you guys, you need to make sure that you are following him. Mighty Patriot, thank you so much for that phone. I really appreciate it. And uh, let's see. I need to wage war on that congestion. You're talking about my nose. Uh, it is what it is, and I can't really do anything about it. Um, I, back when I was little, uh, like when up until I got braces, actually, I was perpetually congested. I had to blow my nose all the time. There was always like snot plugging up my sinuses. And then I got braces, and it was like my palate opened up and, and my sinuses spread just enough so that I could breathe <sighs> with a little bit of ease, but it's still not perfect. I feel like I'm uh, President Trump. You guys, he has like uh, post-nasal drip and perpetual congestion, and so he takes medicine, but I, I don't want to take medicine. So anyways, you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Sincerely appreciate you hanging out with us today. Let me pass out these gold pills, and then I am going to be recording – Saturday's show tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, so I am not going to be on Badlands because it's a Tuesday and uh, I'll be back tomorrow, 5 p.m. right here. Uh, Tuesdays is also the day that I appear 
on uh, Jason Burmis's show, Making Sense of the Madness, on Amp News, which I believe is now called Patriot.tv. Uh, so I'll be putting a link out for that as well. I'm also now going to be a regular contributor on another show on Amp. It's called Counter Narrative with Christy Lee, and uh, I'll share links to that when I'm on there as well. So thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay frosty.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.